can. Uh, yeah. I was just listening to our podcast that we just went live with. Episode twenty two. Episode twenty two. We're time. we're making it, and uh, and it immediately goes into our takes from September nineteenth of Arkansas football, and really everything's playing out. The timing is incredible. Everything's playing out. It's like I mean, really, this is the brain trust that all of. Uh, that Yurichek listens to. He's a yeah. big avid listener of our podcast. And hundred so percent. He uh he takes what we have to say. He just took what we had to say mm-hmm. and acted on it. And uh, we just appreciate you, Hunter. Thank you. So this is episode twenty three of Northwest Arkansas Investing Podcast. Thank you guys for sticking with us. Our last one was what was it September? September. Man, we, we missed we missed a little over a month with you guys. Uh real estate market was a little crazy is a little crazy our life's been crazy uh, but here. but we're back we're 20 we're 23 episodes deep now um and today we're going to be coming to you live with a little chatter first but it's going to be why cash flow isn't king mm. and so i think that'll i think that's just a good catchphrase title like people are people are going to click on that yeah. I love it. um so guys let's just start off with uh what has been i'm gonna be hopefully this doesn't come through but i'm eating tzatziki's and hopefully the smacking doesn't come through on this uh, this <laughs> podcast it but it this this food does smack it does smack tzatziki's does. in fayetteville specifically so uh what's been going on in y'all's um let's start off with real estate lives and then life life yeah <clears throat> Highway? sure man just let's see um I've got a crazy listing that uh, over by the U of A that's like been just a headache of uh, it's an old home. It is literally a five minute walk max from Razorback Stadium, Um, but she needs a coat of paint and she needs some uh, probably some new trim and the floors need to be buffed. You know, there's she's not the prettiest house on the block, so. Finding somebody that was willing to tackle that has kind of been the uh, top priority for me um, over the past couple of weeks. But um, we're under contract now, so you know, just kind of sweating that out. Does it look favorable to close or? Um, yes and no. The inspection was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. What's the biggest inspection report you've ever seen, page wise? Sixty-four pages. Okay. Anything. Probably, yeah, I mean, probably 50 to 55. 354. Oh, my. <laughs> well, like, this guy took a picture of every cobweb in the basement. and <laughs> That's absurd. And so, yeah, anyways, we're dealing with that. It's like they were trying to hide something. You know, lawyers that, like, put, put a bunch of stuff. I've been watching Suits. They enter a bunch of stuff in, hoping you don't find the one page. Like, that's what it felt like. like yeah. Why did you take every Makes sense. So, anyways. That's insane. Um, Looking good. I got a backup also. So like, okay. There's, we're we're gonna close. It's just a win. Um, oh, so you don't know? Yet. We're just yeah. We're just going back and forth. Hopefully, we work it out with these guys and we close whenever we were supposed to the first time. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll see. My my seller is in no hurry, and also he's like really prideful about it. So he's like, he'll stick it to someone. Yeah, he'll, he'll basically like yeah. if you ask for money off, he's like, no, I'm no, yeah, I'm just gonna keep it. So, which is always. It's like a blessing and a curse of a client to have. Yeah. Like it's, it's fun. Cause not fun. It's easy because <laughs> like, you know, no matter what the buyer says, you can just be like, no, like, you know, the answer. Yeah. But also if the buyer, the buyer's asking for something reasonable <laughs> being like, Hey, yeah. So anyways. Yeah. It's interesting though. Cause like, 
the that that kind of inspection during in the last two years would have never flown like no. you, you would have never been able to get this big of an inspection you would have never been able to ask for any of these things and i think from what i'm hearing it sounds like some people are getting burned from not being able to get their full inspections or, yeah. or maybe uh you know yeah just missing some stuff right right yeah. so yeah that's for sure which i mean um but i mean it in all fairness like it was like i said i needed a coat of paint but Everything in the inspection was nothing that we didn't know about. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what about Life Life for you, Isaac? Man, Life Life's good. Um, moved over to Tiny Town. Um, nice. Getting just the holidays in, enjoying being married, enjoying how pregnant is life. Very good. I don't know. It's, I guess it's not a secret. Oh. I don't know. We haven't put it out anywhere. I might have to cut that. So. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I've been trying to. Nobody. When, when are you going to put that out? This. I have no idea. Okay. We're just trying to like kind of not, we're not trying to keep it off social media, but also like everybody we see, we tell. Right. Like, should I, she's sleeping. I was going to text her be like, you mind if I say it? Oh, well. We can cut it later anyway. So we're going to, I was just going to maybe text her, right? If you're she's just, sleeping. if you're okay. just not hearing us come back on. If on you want to know microphone. about my life, text me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're just trying to keep our, personal we try and keep our personal lives off social media as much as possible Good. yeah um so but everybody we've seen in person knows people be plotting and planning against you and yeah take this wherever you want mm-hmm. so yeah. I swear but you know getting ready for that and um just enjoying the ride man it's awesome blessings pretty sick be still uh real estate life first real estate life's good we're uh i just stopped by on the way up here and Floors are going in at, at the birdhouse, so uh, hopefully. Caca. I'm enjoying the the Instagram series, dude. Maddie's keeping us up to date. She's falling, awesome. so she. Uh, so we're gonna go look at the finished product today tonight when we get done Just here. Floors. What lacks for you to move in? So I mean, it was all construction zone. Yeah. Before floors today, so honestly, floors today, and then we'll have trim on Friday, cabinets Friday. Uh, and then you know vanities in. So then it's just like countertops, paint. I'm trying to paint are, myself and yeah, save you, five grand. But for sure, are you waiting for all of that to be done before you move in? Like yeah, cool. Yeah, for sure. Every everything needs to be done. Honestly, yeah. Uh, there's there gonna be some little things like glass in the shower. Maybe not may not be done yet. I mean, I have mirrors, but um, it's not a bad thing. No, so it's just living raw 100 percent. so everything else otherwise is coming together good there it's a pretty um, nice size lot over there isn't it like you got yep. a decent backyard you got yep. some shade trees in there it is yeah we got a magnolia tree in the back which we're excited about so it's always the best because then the grass doesn't grow as fast oh dude 100 sun doesn't show up yeah, a little bit dude. we had to yeah. cut ours down at our old house because it was dying and uh this next summer will be the first time that like grass grows in the front yard. Really? It's never seen the sun. It's never seen the sun. Yeah. So we're, anyway, we're, uh, hopefully be in by Thanksgiving, if not like right after Thanksgiving. And then we'll, uh, yeah, move out of our, move out of our in-laws house. And, and then, uh, otherwise trying to got a listing up in Bella Vista that if anybody's looking for (laughs) a beauty with some great views secluded, but 15 minutes from downtown Bentonville, I bring us an offer on On the the trail. trail. Bike in, bike out. Take your bike, bike out, bike back in, take a nap, Mm -hmm. 
if you got plenty of cash too, you could probably make it cash flow. If you wanted to put fifty down, fifty percent down, forty percent. Guys, we're not talking about fifty thousand. We're talking about fifty percent. I know we laughed. I know we laughed when I said it, but it's so true. You can make anything cash flow. You can make just it. put more down. Yeah, yeah. It's a fact. Man, cash kinda, cash grows on trees. Honestly, money grows on trees, guys. Why aren't you just putting fifty to sixty percent down? That's going to be a big part of our conversation today. But yeah. Zach, go ahead and get us in on what's going on with you. So, uh, real estate life. Uh, I've definitely seen things slow slow up as a trend. Um, I have four or five listings right now. But of course, they're not moving. Um, just doing everything we can to try to try to move foot traction. Um, and it's not just me. Everyone in the market's feeling it. You know, unless you have this prized possession of a listing, you know, you're not getting multiple offers. Which I feel like we should mention is a time of year thing. <laughs> yes, right. combined yes. with the interest rates, I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, even last year, there was the same feeling. You know, you get to September, October, November, December, you're going to slow off as a whole. Right. So it's a little bit of both. Um, you know, as as the holidays roll around, people don't like to move around. You don't want to be moving in the middle of Thanksgiving or Christmas, or mm-hmm. you know, so you're already doing enough traveling. Why move at the same time? So that attributes a lot to it. Um, I have. Man, I've got some buying clients that are going to be purchasing some stuff. Um, shout out, uh, shout out to those. Pe- I got a couple of them that got all cash, so they're like actually making moves. So yeah. I'm like, th- thank you. Now's the time. Thank you to those guys. Uh, but as a whole, I'm definitely going to feel slow up, but I don't see production slumping off quite much at all. Um, yeah. Just trying to find other ways to, con- you know, it's a good time of year. Uh, real estate agents are salespeople in general, if you're listening to this, is a great time if sales are slow to reconnect with your database, write them cards, reach out to them, let them know you're thinking of them, uh, be part of the RES system in your uh, client's mind's RES system as reticulate, retic- RAS, sorry, not RES, reticular activated system, activation system uh, in your brain is like if you buy a red truck, you start seeing red trucks. Mm. And so if you're a realtor and you're in car sales or if anything, reach out to your old database and remind them that you're on real estate car sales. And so whenever they think of buying a car, they'll think of you. Whenever they think of buying a home or investing in something, they'll think of you. And so reach out to your old database multiple times to activate the RAS system in your clients' brains. So that's what's going on in the real estate life, personal life. Um, We're finally about to move into our primary home, which I guess is a little real estate life and primary life. It's exciting. They mix together, but we're- They all close. Uh, we we're we just got word that we could close in nine days from now, but we're still waiting on the clear to close. It, the finishings on those have I drove past it for the first time, mm-hmm. not the first time, but the first time in a while, um, and it felt like it was like oh my gosh, like they're never going to finish the they're not going to finish those in time, and yeah. then like boom, yes, it looks. Uh, it looks awesome. It looks great. Yeah, it looks really, really good. We're excited about that. We figured out they're the only two-story homes we're building in the whole subdivision. Oh, so awesome. we're pumped about that. Uh, trying to think if there's anything else. Tori, my wife, is killing it at DR Horton, selling for them. Um, so, yeah, life's good, man. Like, not, not a lot to complain about. I don't think I understood the vastness of what DR Horton does until I started kind of driving around. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I was like, you know, like we got Rosh <laughs> Coleman, like they put up homes. Riggins used to put up homes. Like I see Lindsay signs, but DR Horton, like it's, it's like 
college to the NFL. Like it's yeah. just a different league of mm-hmm. pushing them out. Well, if you're listening, uh, whoever's listening right now, so Dear Horton is the nation's biggest home builder, and they're not just the biggest home builder; they're the, they're the biggest home builder by times two. I mean, I went down to I was in Orlando a couple That's weeks crazy. ago, and there was like three Dr subdivisions in Orlando. So they built eighty eight thousand homes last year, built and sold, and. The second biggest sold 44,000. That's so crazy. Yeah. It was like, whatever you did, we just doubled it. And they actively sought out Northwest Arkansas. A 40 billion with a B yeah. billion dollar company. I mean, it's, it, it, it's huge. It's huge. Big Dior Horton fan. Yeah. Is it's yeah. a huge. Yeah. Uh, that's what he, uh, it's like the only thing he's bought traded? back a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, it's a huge thing that they're, they're here. So <laughs> I also heard whispers, uh, that we have a Lamar whispering timbers. <laughs> we heard a whisper that, uh, Lamar Homes is actually have, has an office here now. Really? And Lamar Homes is huge as well. Huh. So they, ha- they actually, I heard whispers that they have an office, uh, in Benville. So if they come into the area, it's going to be big for new construction here. It's going to make new construction extremely competitive. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can say it. You can say it. I me, mean, me, me and Brandon had it on good, good information that Snoop Dogg's moving to Bentonville, Arkansas. I mean, right. obviously, so, he, you heard it here first. Twenty homes. So if there's so. anything that's going to appreciate your home and your real estate, it's going to be Snoop Doggy Dog. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Dogg. <laughs> but it, it made sense. Like it's like it's a middle ground for him to go New York or L.A. His, I guess his son lives here. That's what, hey, that's what they're saying. But they're saying. I don't know. Never met him. And never met him. I don't think his last name's Dog. No. That probably would <laughs> yeah. a dead giveaway. Yeah. Yeah. Dead. <laughs> but uh, no, that's what that's that's word on the street. Hey. Yeah. So by by real estate a lot now. Of stuff with Walmart. To yes. Yeah. Yes. Snoop, Snoop really actually. Snoop on the stoop. It wouldn't be the craziest thing. Snoop on the stoop. No more elf on the shelf. It's Snoop, Snoop on the stoop. <laughs> <laughs> it Love wouldn't that. be the craziest thing that ever happened. No, it would for sure. So that's a little bit about what's going on in our lives. I hope you guys are doing great. I saw basketball looked great. Let me yep. see. Yes. Throw that in there. Beat, beat Purdue. Beat looked Purdue. Great. Okay. That's it. Praise God for the Razorback basketball team because the football team Amen. Uh, me, make, make, making me a little apathetic. I'm putting I'm putting money on the Hogs this, this Saturday. I think they pull one out. Who are they playing? Florida. Ooh. I have, also have it on good information that um, Dan Enos made the offensive line coach change his entire blocking scheme when he was brought in. And that's why we can't run the ball this year. That would answer a lot. Yeah. That's disgusting. And so like that's that disgusting. Old, it's the same old line coach from last year, and we were great at running the ball. Same guys, same <laughs> coach, not good at running the ball. So so there's only one common denominator. Yeah. So anyways. Ooh, ooh. They had a bye week to change back to the old system. And I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm seeing a big rushing attack from the from the hogs. Come on, baby. Come on. Come on. Whoop big. So we're going to dive into uh, why cash flow isn't king. Uh, and of course, you know, cash flow is great. Of course, great. Everyone wants cash flow. Um, but it is one of the many reasons, just one of the many reasons why you buy real estate. Uh, Brandon, give us give us one reason, another reason, just one of why someone buys real estate. Besides? Besides cash flow. Besides cash flow, because everyone, the big word on the street is, oh, cash flow. Oh, I got this much cash flow. Oh, these four properties give me this much cash. That's all everyone talks about. So we're going to talk about the other things besides cash flow. 
Yeah, I actually had a conversation with a guy the other day who's a big storage guy that lives in the area and was kind of running him through a deal. And, you know, he, I, I won't forget what he said at the end. He said, you, you don't get rich off of cash flow. You know, I, sure. and that really stuck with me as I thought about the deal, as I think about other deals is like, he's at a point now that, and he said this too, when he was first getting started, like cash flow was king and, and cash flow was what he was looking for. But once he realized that cash flow is not what got him to his goal of, you know, generational wealth or, or financial freedom, then, uh, you know, that's, that's when, that's when he started looking at deals differently. So, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, I, the, the equity play is in my mind, the, a big reason people buy real estate, especially the big dogs. That's why the biggest dogs are buying. Yeah. They're not buying the little houses that cash flow 200 bucks. Right? I mean, the, the cash flow is great when um, <laughs> you're working another job, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, and you're trying to, sorry, let me re- rewind. When you're trying to get out of a job, mm-hmm. right? Like you want to offset some income or, or you want to raise your income a little bit. Um, but if you're happy in your job and you want to real estate invest, that's where the big dogs, like Brandon was saying, like that's where the equity I feel like comes in for sure. Yeah. And and what do you think about like there's a lot of folks out there that buy, let's just say in the last five years, we're buying in Joplin or buying in like some of these, let's say, uh some you know, Podunk, Oklahoma. Still well. Still well, that maybe they could cash flow three, four, five hundred bucks. But like, you know, your val- your values are going to go up marginally. I, I met somebody with your that exact thing at an open house. They mm-hmm. owned three rental homes in Stillwell, and they're like, "Yeah, we're making you know, fifteen hundred bucks a month because they're all paid off and <laughs> um, whatever." And they're they're like, "We're trying to sell it and buy one in Northwest Arkansas." Mm-hmm. And it, I was just looking back at it, and like each of those Stillwell homes appreciated twenty grand a piece, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. But then if you, they would have taken that entire portfolio and had it in one house in Northwest Arkansas, they would have crushed sixty grand. Yeah, would have crushed it. Yeah, I think that's you know for all intents and purposes, we're we're kind of playing a devil's advocate a little yeah, bit. Absolutely. And of course, th- there was a, a saying I heard the other day, and it was like. It was along the lines of if you're looking for cash flow, the, a, a very wealthy investor was saying, if you're looking for cash flow, it shows me immediately what level of investor you are. And he said, it's small. He's like, if you're looking for cash flow, you're to me a small investor, which small to him could mean you have 40 homes. Like he, he had like 500 homes. So, and he's looking for appreciation. He doesn't look, he didn't look for cash flow. He looked for an equity number because yeah. he's like, I can, you know, sell this, this and this and have a million dollars instead of like, he's like, I don't need the cash flow. Yeah. So he's like, that it's just a different perspective. I love things that take my mind outside of my typical thinking. And it's like, oh crap, like I'm thinking too small now. Like, yeah. so I, I love stuff like that. Isaac, what's a, what's another Yeah, um, man, the one reason. that came up big for me on October 15th because I needed the extension was um, just the tax. Um, the tax benefits that you get, we were able to, um, deduct so much money. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. I was, I got my return and I was like, are you serious? Like, can we do this? And it was like, Isaac, that's actually very 
modest. Like we could have pushed that a little bit harder if we really needed to. Mm -hmm. I didn't have the income to need to do it. Yeah. But like we accelerated a couple of things. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I didn't think I was going to get a tax return because technically last year I was still teaching. Mm-hmm. And so I had some some withheld and ended up getting some money back that came in today, yeah. which was a blessing to wake up to. Mm. Um, wish it would have came in like a week ago when the stock market was down five percent. Could have jumped back in. But it's back up today. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the t- the tax benefits are honestly crucial um, in making it a good deal or not. Uh, in my opinion, like. But that's the cool thing about real estate. Like you kind of like a little three, three headed beast. Like you got your equity, you got your cash flow, and then you have your tax. And it's like, man, no wonder so many people, so many wealthy people choose it. Yeah. Yeah. I think you got to figure out too, like, you know, what kind of lifestyle do you want? Yeah. Cause we were just talking about equity being a, a big play and like, you know, Zach talking about, we got to think differently. How, you know, we're not necessarily going to have generational wealth with, cash flow if, if you're only looking for cash flow instead of appreciation and i think i think you do got to figure out what kind of lifestyle you want i think bigger pockets just came out with an, a book pretty recently called the small and mighty investor i don't yeah. know if y'all heard of that mm-hmm. i haven't read it but um but it it sounds like and they've had some podcasts recently talking about three units making ten thousand dollars of cash flow a month and like honestly for most people i mean even including myself like that that sounds like a, a portfolio that would be fantastic, right? Yeah. Ten thousand dollars a month. It's not always about the number of doors. Right. Yeah. And and if you have a passion for like let's just say you have a passion for art and you want to <laughs> do art, like if you can create a portfolio of three properties that you don't have to spend a ton of time on, you know, it's not all passive in real yeah. estate. Just it's three properties that you don't have to spend a ton of time on and make ten thousand bucks a cash flow to fund your life of pursuing art then that's that's awesome mm-hmm. and then if you on the on the flip side of that if you want to make some some big equity on a on a big play and you want to grow your portfolio big so you can eventually cash out one day and create general generational wealth for your your sons and your son's sons and whatever that looks like and yeah. take the tax benefits while you're doing it then that i mean that's the great thing about real estate you can just do everything with it you know let me give you guys the option a, a scenario here uh, and this is different for what part of life you're in. And yeah. you can just answer in general. If you could take 10 homes that were paid off 2000 bucks a month, so $20,000 of cash flow a month, or 50 homes that you're getting like $100 of cash flow a month on, what's 50 times 100? 5000 5000 Yeah. Or, or let, let's just say for to make it a little better, 50 homes for your break. Or a different amount of homes. Well, actually break even for 50 homes, but you have equity. So the $20,000 a month of homes or 50 homes with the potential for like way more down the line. Like, what are you, what are you taking? That's actually so tough because (laughs) if you would have asked me two years ago, 10 homes versus 50, if if you would ask me two years ago, I'm taking the cash flow Mm -hmm. because my, my goals were always like, I want to retire my wife and I want to, uh, kind of work for fun, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to ever stress about stuff, and mm-hmm. so the cash flow was the biggest thing for me because my priorities and my goals aligned with cash flow. Yeah, and now I'm. It's just kind of shifting. It's like okay, we've accomplished a couple of these. Mm-hmm. 
I still stress. It is what it is. Yeah. It does. Everybody does, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, More money, more problems. More money, more problems. Mm-hmm. House bigger, bills bigger. <laughs> Lil Wayne. Yep. Um, but I'm at a point now where it's like, okay, kind of what Zach said, like, think outside the general box. So... I'm still on the fence about that one. I am too, man. I, I love cash flow. I know the episodes about cash flow not being. Cash, yeah, I love it so much. I, yeah. I, I'm there with you. I'm probably I'm probably taking the ten homes. It's, t- it's that are that are paid off, fully paid off, and they're bringing in money. Like if I hit a pinch, I could sell one. See, that's a <clears> thing. Like I'm just not there yet to not care that much the about mind. Like, the, being able to sleep at night. Yeah, you know, lay your head on the pillow and not have to worry about. Yeah, if. If Joe Byron wants to go to <laughs> and everything or whatever goes attack somebody over there, yeah, I don't know anything about it by the way. But anyway, <laughs> if he wants to go drop a bomb and then all of a sudden we got to get drafted, then our wives are taken care of because yeah. we have those ten houses that are cash flowing. Yeah, right? I've been seeing all this stuff about. Uh, like getting drafted and stuff. And I, that crap scares me. I'm like, I got anxiety. I can't go. Have you, have you heard the, chi- the Chinese horse or the story of the Chinese horse or whatever, the Chinese boy? Huh. Have you heard that? I, I'm going to, I would botch it if I tried to tell it. But basically, basically, it talks about he, he fought like the folks come and try to draft the, his son and his son falls off the horse the day before and breaks his leg. So they, run by him and don't pick him up and then yeah it kind of all goes back to, i'm completely botching that <laughs> i know anyway, what you're saying i know what you're saying please go look it up it, it's a great story <laughs> yeah so I, I just think there's um there's a way of thinking outside the box i think listeners if you're listening to this going expanding your horizon beyond like hey there there are there's different stuff to think about than just cash flow uh, in a deal. Uh, yeah. Think about, gosh, if you're buying in Florida, think about your insurance costs. Cool. Think, think about your property tax. You got to think about is this an area where property tax is going to quadruple? And I'm cash flowing great now, but in the future, like we're gonna be screwed. You know? Yeah. yeah. So there, there's a there's so many. I love real estate because there's so many things to do. Like you can buy a home and you have a lot of leverage um, when there's a lot of options, but there's also a lot of options that can affect you as well. Mm-hmm. So you, you get some positive, you get some negative. There's lots of stuff that can affect you, but there's lots of stuff that can hurt you with stocks. It's like, okay, there's, there's it's kind of like there's some stuff that can hurt you, some stuff that help you. Like it's, it's a lot less in out with real estate. There's so many options, but you'd have a hurricane come through or a tornado and there goes your home. You know, hopefully you yeah. have insurance. Or just, I mean, even like dealing with tenants and all that stuff. Yeah. The, the, the stressfulness of it. So I, I think that, uh, cash flow, it to me and my life is King. Mm-hmm. Um, actually I, I think I just lied. Cash flow in my life is not king uh, because what wife and I's plan right now is buying stuff that breaks even the better um, and obtaining properties so that we can obtain the equity. Uh, if we're making stuff work right, you know, our, our whole thought process is if we're making something work at seven to eight percent right now, we will for sure be able to make it work at five percent or six and six percent refinance. Um, so we're we we know that you know it's not like we're we're going for this goal when we're 35 we want $20,000 of cash flow so that we don't have to work and we can just go sit on a beach because my wife knows me and I enough to know that I'm ne- I'm not going to quit working ever <clears throat> uh 
I mean, even at 60, like I'll be doing something that's like pouring back into other people or something like that. So at a certain point, like at a certain point, you got to go, well, am I just, what am I getting this cash flow for? Like, mm-hmm. is it this Instagram reel in my head of like just going and drinking on the beach and partying with friends and that's all I'm doing? No, like we're still going to be working. We're going to be, money's going to be flowing into our life to do what we want to do and the cash flow is just going to be extra so i'm really shooting in my life more for equity so that's kind of where i'm at right now even though um love the cash flow if it happens it ha- it's kind of like icing on the cake for me if if cash flow happens it happens great and i could be looking back at 30 year old zach and going shaking my head at me right now but yeah, who knows i don't know if this is going to be true or not we could maybe bring in Papa still to answer this one, but like, I feel the second I have a child, cash flow will be king. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like equity's super cool right now. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like, oh man, you can't uh, you can't refinance to get diapers. No, you gotta I, go. Uh, it's like yeah, having I'm, that I'm gonna, monthly I'm check. He lost some formula real quick. Yeah, like, exactly. Not yeah. I heard uh, I heard another thing that I'll I'll go off on a little thing, a little tangent here. Um. David Green on Bigger Pockets was talking about how people come to him all the time and they're like, how do I do this deal? I want to do this. I want to buy 10 doors. I want to blah, blah, blah. And he's like, all right, you know, this is going to cost you like $300,000. You're like, well, I only have $10,000. And he's like, okay, like let's back step here. We need to talk about like first before, like if you're listening to this and you're going, you know, I, I, I do talk to younger guys and they're like, my whole thing is like, how do I make more money to be able to do something like this? Sometimes we have to go back to the drawing board and go, how do I provide value to my community so that I can make money? That's step one. Before you get to, you know, it's fun to talk about buying homes, buying homes, buying homes, but yeah, your step one is figuring out how to obtain capital to even get started. And so if you're not even to there, you need to go back to the drawing board and go, how do I provide more value how do i increase cash into my life so that i'm able to to do x y and z with investing yeah investing is step two step one is figuring out how you provide value in your community uh and how you make money uh i mean that you got to make money to spend it i mean that's just money always a plus b yeah money always follows value follows value yeah yeah i've been um so i've been doing my cfp courses so my, my certified financial planner class and um it's interest it's so obvious when you say it out loud but it's like giving scenarios of like you have a client that is spending more than they're making like how do you address it and it like it's so simple it's like well you can either spend less or make more and like <laughs> yeah. choose which one you know like adjust your lifestyle so you can save more mm-hmm. or find a way to make more and keep your lifestyle the same yeah, yeah. Talk about cash flow, spend less. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so Grant, Grant yeah. Cardone always always said he wasn't worried about the the little, you know, the millionaire next door, don't buy the cup of coffee and yeah. do this. He's like, I'll just go make more money. I'll just go make more money. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> really make me rich, not, yeah. It's so great. Yeah. That's yeah. So great. That's but I but I think what, I, what I've been seeing a lot of my clients, what's that? 31 okay. Uh, I've got a handful of clients out there that are from out of state, really want to invest in Northwest Arkansas have some cash to do so, but just like can't make anything work. And, Mm -hmm. and kind of, I mean, I think this episode goes a little bit along those lines of like, I think now is the time where you're keying in on areas and neighborhoods that you see the most future appreciation 
And if you can figure out a way to get it close to, wow, uh, close to, I mean, even breaking even like Zach and Tori's method of is trying to get, get those and then appreciation will come over time and then hopefully refinance in two years or three years, whatever, until rates come down. But yeah, I think, I don't know what y'all been seeing with clients. I know you mentioned summer with cash. Don't have to worry about that, but it's definitely, uh, it's definitely tough. Like I had a conversation today and I said, Hey, I'm just there said, what other things are you seeing that are working? And I was like, working or good or like explain the word working like what does that mean to you and i was like honestly there's there's not much that makes sense like as far as cash flow goes i'll say i told told them my exact strategy which is uh, what i just explained is buying stuff that you know here's the thing would you trying to think of the best way to put this would you give up a deal if it was a great if you knew it was going to appreciate a hundred thousand dollars in the next three years if it was negative on cash flow, a hundred bucks a month, and you had to put into it a hundred bucks a month for three years, so you're talking about twelve, thirty, six hundred bucks. You got to put into it for three years, but in three years, it's worth a hundred thousand dollars more. Yeah. Okay. So, so that that's something that you have to think about. Don't don't dismiss deals because you're like, oh, I'm negative fifty three dollars a month. Well, I mean, don't go out to eat one night a month. I mean, yeah. got, I mean, goodness gracious. So, I. I I know Kyle Atkins, my broker, would come on here and be like, "That's a dangerous game." That's exactly. <laughs> that's a that's a very dangerous. It's a very dangerous game. You know, it goes both ways because you know, well, if you can't find a tenant, then you're then you're negative two hundred and fifty. You got a lower rent. The uh, the Instagram post that came across the broke agent the other day is like. Now is the time to refinance and get it at eight percent. Keep your backs against the wall. And you're going to work hard. Yeah. So basically, went like this. The it was a funny thing. It said, uh, it was basically now that rates are bad it was say you better refinance now so that your back can be against the wall your payment can be higher so you can grind harder <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was put like, your back against the wall they, they're, they're, that makes you soft yes there, there's positives and negatives cash flow could make you soft there's there is positives and negatives to you know the break even to paying towards your principal or your your home every month because the po- the positives being like would you give if you knew that you had hundred thousand dollars equity waiting down the line i would definitely pay a hundred bucks a month for that or even more mm-hmm. but the the negative is you're putting yourself in a situ in a hairy situation yeah. too so it's just like if i'm gonna if i'm gonna be doing something like that it's gonna be a property in an area where i'm like there's no way you better do your research yes right and i think on top of that too like if it makes financial sense for you if you if you're giving up 100 bucks a month and like out of your pocket and let's say the renter moved out like if the renter moved out and you can comfortably afford that uh that whole payment yes then why not Great i mean I, you're you're looking for that equity you're looking for you know a big exit or if you're losing it you should not this you guys can disagree with me if you want you should not lose money on your first deal though yeah. no yes that would be you tough probably, this is a very like unless, experienced unless mindset unless you're a doctor or dentist with plenty yes. of money yeah, yeah. Right, or your first deal you need to get a taste of, of the glory and like yeah. be happy about what just happened go buy in Stillwell or something and yeah. get some cash flow on your first deal no, learn how to deal with tenants <laughs> learn how to deal with stuff breaking learn how to you know get ready for property tax increases, feel all that out. And then you could kind of dabble in this stuff. Even yeah. if you want to break even on something, that's fine. Cause yeah. you, but yeah. you can, you can weigh the, you know, am I, I'd, would I rather pay a hundred bucks a month 
200, 300 bucks towards his home, um, or have de- depreciate or inflation eat away at that money in my bank account, mm-hmm. probably m- maybe worse than a hundred bucks a month. So, and a little bit of way you could be combat, you're combating inflation a little bit by putting it towards a real estate asset. Yeah. Um, but you just got to think about where you want your money. I mean, one, can I be devil's advocate first? Yes, please. I just saw I, on the way here, there's a billboard for a CD at 5.75%. That's not bad. <laughs> That's not you, bad. How do you beat that? <laughs> yeah, we're in that Capital One <laughs> high yield. High yield savings account? 4.3, I ain't got to do nothing. So, the last cash on cash return deal I ran was like 0.27%. Yeah. 0.27%. Yeah. So honestly, yeah, now is the time that more than anything, the cash flow may not be king. And that's why we're talking about it is because you're looking for deals that may not be, may not be cash flowing what we talked, what we've talked about in the last few years or what you see in the last few years, Mm -hmm. but you're looking long-term at locations that you trust that are close to infrastructure. There's a Starbucks down the road. There's a Lowe's down the road. If there's a Whole Foods around that thing, buy it. Buy it right now. Whole Foods does their research for you. Whole Foods and Chick-fil-A are always bumping. Exactly. Well, guys, I think that's it. Thank you for tuning in to episode 23. We appreciate you guys listening. I get feedback all the time from you guys listening in. We appreciate your love and support, and we'll see you in episode 24. Deuces. Love you guys. Love you guys. Love you guys. (laughs) 